Hey everyone, welcome back to Just the Tips. This is Paco bringing you Just the Tips. This is where I bring you the tips of my everyday conversations that I have with my manufacturers, my integrators, my end users. If I have a conversation, I wanna be able to bring you the tips of those conversations out in the field, and hopefully that'll help you be a lot more successful. I've got back with me today, Gary Rosen from Pliant Technologies. He's the Vice President of Global Sales. And Gary, we've got a couple of questions that have come in that I'm sure you're going to be able to answer for us. Why intercom versus radios, two-way radios, to be specific? Great question, Paco. Um, One of the things about communications is it's very much application-based. So the two-way radio is great when you need to just occasionally say something to somebody or a group of people, but it's really not an interactive device. It's really one person talking to many. If a second person tries to talk, nobody hears anything. And two-way radio is more geared towards distance, long distances, but not open communication as you and I have right now. The intercom, on the other hand, is more like a telephone or just a group of people standing together or sitting at a table. Everyone can talk, everyone can hear, there's no restrictions. It's really kind of a group team effort. Second question, why wireless versus wired when it comes to intercom? Well, intercom actually began more than 50 years ago. Uh, Two companies developed similar architectures at the same time, and they were very much like a telephone. And at that point, having wireless communications really wasn't an option. Everybody was connected. Um, Today, we're able to give people uh, a lot of density, a lot of users at the same time. And because of things like our cell phones, people are no longer happy to be tethered and, and have to be at a specific place. But even more than that, in today's production environments, what we see is uh, if a director has a cameraman walk away on a break, he still wants to be able to talk to him, even though he's not at the camera. So a lot of flexibility in, in that wireless side of things. Exactly. Another question that came in is, is the technology behind it. Wireless mic technology as far as RF and or wireless uh, intercom, the differences between the two. Well, this is a really important point. Uh, A lot of us have had good experience over time with wireless microphones, um, and it is quite a bit different. Uh, In wireless microphones, it is a little bit like a two-way radio, and then it's one direction. It's one person talking with the ability to listen. Now we know from different types of systems, there's frequency coordination, other things involved, but it is a one-way communications device. Because intercom is really an open communication in both directions, it's a bi-directional signal. And that really does change everything from the way that you uh, physically deploy things to the type of antennas you use. So you may be familiar with wireless microphones, but this is significantly different. You have to take into consideration your comm systems when you are looking at RF coordination for wireless mics, because it does change the spectrum when you add that kind of stuff. Last question, why digital intercom? Well, you know, it's a great segue because of what you just said about frequency coordination. 
Um, digital intercom gives you many advantages. So one of the things is we use several different layered, proper and, and well-known and well-executed engineering techniques. For example, we don't broadcast on a single frequency. We broadcast on a range of frequencies, depending on what band we're in. So in the old days, you would say we're at 652.5 megahertz. Today, we frequency hop between a range of, let's say, 902 megahertz and 928. And we have specific points between there, but we constantly change frequencies for the whole system. And uh, we do that at about 100 times a second every 10 milliseconds. So frequency hopping allows us to be very efficient and I'll still get along with other devices in that band. And that's one of the advantages of, of digital. But the other thing is, if you think about digital RF technology in terms of your cell phone, so you can pick up your cell phone and you can have five bars and you have a great conversation. But you can also pick up your cell phone and have one bar and still have a great conversation. The reason is, even though the signal is not strong, the data is good. And it's all about data. What we do is very much the same thing. We're looking, we're a digital device, we're looking for data quality, not as much signal strength. So it is, again, different than what we're used to doing in the analog world. Gary, I appreciate your time again today. I think there's a lot of questions that were answered and I'm sure we're gonna get some more questions out of simply what we just talked about today. You can reach out to me with your suggestions at reps at protechm.com. We would love to hear from you. Gary, do you have anything else you wanna add? That's it, good to talk to you again, Paco. Thanks, Gary. <laughs>